Uh, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. There has been a cloud, you could say, over the Ontario Liberals the past couple of years. Maybe a new day has dawned. Uh, Bonnie Crombie is the new leader of the Ontario Liberal Party. Won the leadership over the weekend after three rounds of voting. Uh, Crombie currently the mayor of Mississauga. Uh, she has less than three years, though, to rebuild uh, the party before going head-to-head-to-head uh, to head to head with uh, Premier Doug Ford and uh, Marit Stiles from the New Democrats in uh, 2026. Uh, we are now joined by Bonnie Crombie. Uh, thanks for joining us, and congratulations on the victory. Uh, thank you, Devin. I'm, I'm really invigorated, and I'm delighted to be with you this morning. So the Progressive Conservatives wasted no time in attacking you uh, soon after the victory. What do you make of their response? They sound pretty scared of me. I'm not sure why, but it's very interesting. You know, I have worked hard for every penny I've ever earned. I come from very simple upbringing. I didn't have the luxury of having a political dynasty or a big company handed to me. My parents were Polish immigrants, like so many people here that came from other countries. My grandfather was the janitor at the Globe and Mail for 40 years. My grandmother was a seamstress. My mother a secretary. We had a very simple life. We didn't have a car. We didn't have vacations. And I think many, many people understand that story. In my early days, I grew up in a rooming house that my grandparents owned, but they had to rent out rooms to make ends meet to pay their mortgage. And when my mom remarried, we we had a little bit easier life in in very middle class. My dad was a a real estate uh, broker, so that made things a little easier. But I have a very humble, very simple beginnings, just like everyone here in Canada that chose Canada as their home. You are uh, still the mayor of Mississauga. When do you plan on making the full-time transition to uh, uh, leader of uh, the Liberals? Yes, I have to get that going very soon because first, I need to make the transition. Um, I'm going to complete my city budget, my regional budget. Then, of course, I've got to wrap up the ongoing commitments at the city. Um, As you know, being a mayor is a big job and I have some some very serious commitments that I'll honour. I will think you will see that soon in the new year, early in January, I will make that transition. But I do have to honour the commitments I've made and, of course, have my budget completed. It is a strong mayor budget this time as many of them are. One of uh, the reasons I I asked that question is because uh, have you decided if you're going to uh, run for a seat, maybe stay on the sidelines? Uh, There is an open seat in Lambton, Kent, Middlesex. Is that something you would uh, consider running in uh, if you uh, seek a seat in the legislature? So I will say that on Sunday morning, I attended the provincial council meeting and had an opportunity to speak with all the riding presidents and uh, the party president, Catherine McGarry, and and also John Fraser, who is our uh, interim leader until uh, until the weekend. And we discussed uh, Lambton, Kent, Middlesex, and they let me know that they have identified a local candidate who is very strong, who will carry the torch for us in the next election. And I respect that because I think that there should always be a strong local candidate. It wouldn't make sense for me if there was a good local person, ideally a riding in Mississauga, but if not, perhaps a GTA. But you know what? There's a lot of work to be done on the ground rebuilding the party. So, you know, the work can continue at Queen's Park. And I want to sell the liberal message right across the province. I want to continue to go to southwestern Ontario, northern Ontario, eastern Ontario, and meet people, particularly in the small towns, the rural communities, agricultural communities, northern communities, talk to them because they feel 
isolated and neglected by this government. And I want to better understand their needs because I know how people are struggling. As mayor of a big city, people talk to me every day and they're humbled because they've had to reach out and use food banks because they can't afford their rent or their mortgage payments. So I want to ask people, is their life more affordable today than it was before Doug Ford? And I think the answer to that, we all know, is no. To to that point, in terms of outreach, uh, you know, a lot of rural areas, London, haven't gone uh, the Liberals' way in recent years. So we are a mixture in London of uh, New Democrat and Progressive Conservative. Uh, how do you reach out to those areas, to cities like London, uh, to, to get them back in the Liberal fold? You know, there are issues that are... Um important salient in each community. For instance, in London, the the GO service was introduced two years ago, our pilot project, and then suddenly cancelled. And I know how important it is to people to have that commuter line. Homelessness in London. Oh my goodness, when I was in the city, I saw the encampment. I think there was a fire in the encampment um, just yesterday. Healthcare, the London Health Services is undergoing a major redevelopment process, and there's so much more to go. So I need to understand the needs of each community, and and I need to address those. Um, And they're very specific, and what I know is acute in the smaller towns and communities is also important in, in, in the GTA, but more so um, in the smaller towns and communities. And healthcare is something that everyone cares about. And this government solution is to underfund our hospitals, close emergency clinics, and not hire adequate numbers of doctors and nurses, and then move us towards private clinics. They're getting us used to attending private clinics for our needs, and that's simply wrong. So you mentioned healthcare. I'll end with that just because, we, you know, we've seen a lot of ER closures, especially in rural areas that has been uh, troubling. We have this expansion of private clinics. Is that something you would reverse? How would you, what would you do oh, on that? I, on that I want to invest in our healthcare system in a major way to hire the doctors and nurses that we need. And right now I know we have a redevelopment project of $3 billion um, underway. Um, there's so much money that is needed in the system to make it work properly, um, starting in London with the London Health Sciences Centre, which is going undergoing a redevelopment that we need to support. We need to get people health care. There are over 2 million Ontarians that don't have a family doctor. That has to be addressed too, and you don't address that. You address that by primary family teams, um, healthcare teams, rather than uh, rather than private clinics. And I think that's how we differentiate. As a Liberal Party, we believe in a strong, universal, single-payer system. And that's the big difference between us and, the, well, that and transparency and accountability. <laughs> but those are some of the differences. Sure, it'll be a busy end of the year and start to next year. And uh, we will uh, chat again. Bonnie, uh, certainly Thank appreciate so the time much. today. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk again soon. Take care. That's Bonnie Crombie, new leader of the Liberal Party of Ontario.